Welcome to Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones. On our program, we'll show you how to claim both personal and financial worth. With Brandy's experiences and that of our guests, our hope is that if you are struggling day to day and paycheck to paycheck, you'll find that your life doesn't have to be that way. Now, here is your host, Brandy T. Jones. Hi, welcome. I am Brandy T. Jones, your host, Journey to Balancing Your Life. I am real excited today. I have a smile on my face and a giggle in my heart. I have two special people on that's going to be sharing with the, with us today about aging gracefully. And one, one of the person's name is Lily Myers. I've known Lily for quite some years now, and we've worked with... Um, different workshops together, and she has facilitated a women's retreat, which I thoroughly enjoyed um, for the mid-crisis, the midlife women, which I am one of them. And so it was really a blessing and a, cho- and a great time we had on that retreat. Welcome, Lily. Andy, good to be here. Thank you. My other guest is Peter Rubens. Ruben, Peter and I have a real special connection. He is a joy to be around. He laughs a lot, and he keeps me laughing and smiling. Peter is, I've known him for a few years as well, and he is the boss in um, an agency of uh, caregivers. And so he really takes good care of me. Uh, Some of you do not know, but I have a client that I work with on a regular basis, and I use Peter as support to bring more caregivers in when I need them. And he has turned out to be a really a wonderful source for me. I can call him with any kind of problems or just questions I might have, and he can help me through my crisis at the moment. So welcome, Peter. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Okay, so let's get started. I'm going to tell you a little bit about who I am and what I do and my mission in life is You know, I'm Brandy T. Jones, and years and years ago, I struggled with finances. And at that particular point in my life, I was raising my daughter. I was a single mom, and it was hard. You know, I lived from paycheck to paycheck, and I still knew that I needed to keep a job, but my money just was not stretching. So my bills became high. Debt became to be the thing that I would hide from. I wouldn't open up mail. I wouldn't answer the telephone because I knew it was somebody or that piece of paper was going to remind me I didn't have enough money to pay. I felt very lonely. I was concerned. I was worried. It kept me up at night. And I had this little one I had to take care of. But, you know, it took a time for me to really go back inside myself and wonder, what can I do? And ask myself to say, I needed help. That was the hardest step for me. But with my little girl, I knew that I did not want her to grow up in the same way I did. I did not want her to have to feel and to feel that she was all alone in any situation. For me, it was the finances. So I reached out and I asked for help. And I got it. It was a burden lift from my shoulders, and my and the weight was gone, and I was able to turn myself around. What I do now with that experience of me being alone or feeling alone, I reach back now, and I grab someone's hand 
anybody's hand that's struggling with finances to let you know there is support out there. You do not have to do that by yourself. This is not a journey that you need to take alone. I, Brandy T. Jones, is here to support you and to carry you on until you can see the big picture. I carry it for a while and then I pass it on to you. Life is full. I live a very, very abundant life now and I want the same for you. So with that, let's go on to our first guest. And I'm going to ask Lily. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Lily. And then we're going to have her tell us what's in her heart. And so she can share that with us today. Again, hi, Lily. Hi, Randy. So Lily Myers Kaplan is an ordained minister and a soul coach for nearly 30 years. She started soul work as an expression of her deeply held commitment to live a life guided by soul. Now, I'm going to let her explain to you what soul means to her. And then we're going to, I'm going to ask her a few questions. So, Lily, can you tell us exactly when you say guided by soul, what does that really mean? Well, to me, soul is that source deep within myself of infinite wisdom and the 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 seed that I was born with that carries what my purpose is, how to find meaning in life, and how to live in a way that's most aligned with my reason for being alive. Mm, wow. That, that's a really broad subject, and that's really great. Okay, so I know that, you know, I'm going to go a little bit more into your personal. I know that you used to live in Southern Cali- Northern California, and you moved to Applegate Valley of Southern Oregon. Tell us how that has been. Well, it, it's been pretty amazing, Brandy. So I'm in my 60s, mm-hmm. and I have had many encounters in my work in the world where I have felt like this is my purpose. This is the work I was born to do, and I'm so grateful I get to do it. And when I met you, that was part of it. You know, I was doing that work and leading workshops and that sort of thing. But every phase of my life has had another calling to it. So it's stunning to me and surprising to me that in my 60s, I would be called to move out of state to a whole new place I left Oakland, California, an urban environment, to live in southern Oregon on 20 awe-inspiring, stunning acres. I'm sitting here looking out my window at a mountain range that is like I'm on vacation every day. Oh, that's wonderful. wonderful. And even though I'm not on vacation every day, I get to live here and I get to do my work here. And it's like, you know, coming through a passage, what I call the middle passage, you know, and you're talking about aging gracefully, this was an opportunity to say yes yet again to my soul to come to a new place, start a new life, and host people to have their own soul renewal right here on this piece of land. Wonderful. So I'm really deeply grateful for my willingness to say yes and also try something new in this later part of my life. Mm, that's, that, and that's such a blessing, you know, when we can reach out and to go to our calling, uh, able to see that we don't have to be stuck in one place all the time. It's not necessary. And sometimes it's more important for us to grow. 
And in growing, that might mean relocating. That mean, might mean changing the way we see the world now to open up our eyes for a new way. And I am feel blessed to even have you in my life because you. every time we encounter each other, I learn something new. I grow a little bit more, and it's such a blessing to me. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, okay. So now I have a question, and you might have covered a little bit in your what you just said, but I'm asking in ways so we can get a little bit deeper. How does a relationship with the nature, natural world influence soul healing? And what does natural have to do with life, life balance? That's a great question, Brandy. So um, first of all, I just want to say when you were talking, I thought the, the phrase came to me, wealth is not just about money. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's what you've been referring to as you talked about your own story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wealth is about a kind of um, walking through life with a certain spirit, mm-hmm. you know, having a positive spirit or having an uplifted spirit or having, you know, even in the face of all the challenges of life or maybe money troubles or maybe relationship troubles or any kind of inner turmoil, to have a upliftment of spirit can help you deal with those challenges. Mm-hmm. And to me, being in the natural world, like I said, I'm looking at this beautiful vista, and you know, it's not without work and challenges and having to take care of this much land, but at the same time, being in the natural world, which, unlike us human beings, is completely whole. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not split the way we are. You know, our minds get us all wrapped up in turmoil and this and that because we're split from our essential whole selves as part mm-hmm. of the nature of being human. But in the natural world, there is no split, whether it's animal, plant, mineral, rocks, beauty. Uh, being able to be out in the beauty of the natural world, whether it's a rose garden or uh, Red Rock Canyon in Arizona, mm-hmm. it's very, very healing because it brings us closer to that which is inherent at our deepest cellular level, which is we are animal. We are made of the same matter as the earth. Mm-hmm. And when we are in the natural world, we naturally, organically, I want to say effortlessly heal mm-hmm. and get new perspectives and wisdom and insight so to me that's what healing is absolutely absolutely you know and on your website i think it's your website or someplace i see on you you have the um something about the crack there's a crack in the (laughs) yes you're right well it's a quote from a leonard cohen song that says there is a crack a crack in everything Mm -hmm. that is how the light gets in Mm, and I love that. I, I really love that. So I'm sorry I couldn't remember it, but thank you for sharing it with us. Yeah, yeah I love it too. Okay. So, you know, I want to go back a little bit. Um, you do, you have a book. Tell us about the first book that you wrote. Well, it has something to do with really how I ended up here in Southern Oregon too. So in, in, 2000, between February of 2010 to February of 2011, three of my deepest, closest family members died. My sister, my mother, and my sister's husband, Dave. 
Uh, my sister's name, Lois. And it was such a profound, uh, deepened uh, relationship with what it means to be alive mm-hmm. when I lost, lost my sister. And um, so I, I wanted to honor, in particular, my sister and her husband, Dave. Lois and Dave had cancer, both of them, for 14 years back and forth. And during that time, their experience of getting through the, the terrible trauma of being ill and having treatments and taking care of one another back and forth, back and forth, back and forth... Uh, was so, uh, it was pretty tragic, actually, but at the same time, there was such a deepened and awakened love that they experienced that by the time they each died, and they died nine months apart, I felt like they had taught me and in some ways healed me, and my sister and I healed our relationship, which had, as siblings often do, stuff, let's just say, there was stuff there. So that story, I felt like I needed to tell that story. And I needed to tell the story to honor Lois and Dave. And the book is called Two Rare Birds, A Legacy of Love. And Lois and Dave are the two rare birds. And um, at some point my editor said to me, maybe you and Lois are the two rare birds. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, no, no, it's them. But honestly, by the time the whole book was done, which was about a three-year process of telling their story and my story and what happened after they died and how I opened up spiritually as a result of being in the presence of, of death and life in so, such a deeply heartful way that um, I really came to understand we're all rare birds. Good. And this is what the book is about, is about right. how do you heal uh, trauma in relationship? How do you discern the difference between healing, which mm-hmm. is a matter of the spirit, and curing, which is a matter of the body? And while, you know, Lois and Dave weren't cured, and my mother wasn't cured of old age either, something that's going to happen to all of us, uh, we all healed. And uh, that's what Two Rare Birds, A Legacy of Love is about. It's about how to heal, what's most important, how do you touch what's most important to you, Mm -hmm. and then how do you bring that to life. And so this book that came out in 2014, I was traveling in Oregon to promote the book at various conferences, and that's when I came through this part of the world, and I had this overriding sense that I was supposed to be here. Thank you. uh, in Thanks. fact, I almost bought property on the corner of China Gulch Road and Lois Lane, which is my <laughs> sister's name. So I was like, okay, Lois, okay, I'm coming here. You want me to come here? I'll come here. So okay. it was really quite an experience of awakening to my ancestors that happened through loss and through love and through really experiencing the spirituality of life and death at a deeper level than I'd ever known before. Thank you. Thank you. We're getting ready to go on break in just a few seconds. So hold that thought, and when we come back, then we're going to talk a little with Peter, and then we're going to bring it all together. So thank you so much, Lily, for expressing and telling us about the story. Thank we'll you. We'll be back in a minute. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money to find out more and to get your own copy of the book visit endthered.com and click ebook that's endthered.com and click ebook balancing your life starts with savings when you're confident in your savings you're more confident in yourself security can be a state of your finances and even more it's a state of mind Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Hi, welcome back. You, I am Brandy T. Jones, your host of Journey to Balancing Your Life. And now I have the privilege and the honor to introduce you to you, Peter Rubens. Like I had said before, he's a friend of mine, but I'm going to tell you just a little bit about Peter. And also, I'm going to tell you that we asked for a short bio, and Peter sent us a book. So I'm going to pick and choose a little bit about his life, things that I did not know, I was surprised, and then things that I do know and share a little bit about Peter. Thank you, Peter, and welcome to my show. Pleasure to be here. So I found out that Peter was a successful in the successful wine industry as an executor. But I know Peter as a entrepreneur in the home care business. And there he plays a very, very significant role. He has a wonderful attitude towards helping people with aging parents, you know, or people that just cannot do it by themselves any longer. His staff is wonderful. And I am just so honored to know that there is somebody out there that I can go to in crisis when I need help that, you know, I feel really comfortable to refer anybody to the agencies. I've met everyone that's on his staff. They're very respectful, very loving, and very kind. They're very heart-centered people. And um, the mascot of at-home caregivers is uh, a dog. And I'm going to let Peter tell you a little bit more about Monty. He's wonderful. He greets you at the door when when you come through. 
it's just a blessing to have Peter here sharing a little bit about himself. So, Peter, as you come forth and you tell us a little bit, I'm just going to open it up for you to just to share what's in your heart about any phases of your life. And remember that you're going to have time to share some more later. So share us anything. Just, hi, Peter. Hi, Brandy. What a, what a privilege and an honor to, to talk about, um, you know, my journey and uh, how I got to be where I am and what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think for me, the, uh, the, the, most important change date in my life was 9-11-2001. I I had actually started a national wine marketing company, and I was in Manhattan. I was on East 61st Street having breakfast Mm -hmm. with one of my winery owners when uh, the first plane went in. Mm -hmm. And, And that was a stunning day for not just me, not just New Yorkers, but I think our entire planet. Mm-hmm. And fortunately for me, I, from that day forward, my life has taken a trajectory I would have never, ever imagined. Um, I, I stayed in New York that day and wound up, uh, after trying to give blood at... Uh, uh, hospital downtown. Uh, I wound up in Central Park, and I realized that the world had changed. Mm-hmm. And and along with that, I had turned forty, was getting divorced, and was really burned out. Um, in Northern California and the wine business, and Oregon and its budding wine business are fantastic lifestyle opportunities, but. Um, in terms of service to others, not terribly fulfilling work. And Mm -hmm. so I decided that day that I wanted to be of service to others other than the, you know, prototypical egomaniacal winery owner. Mm -hmm. And, and, and through, through a lot of personal work, uh, a lot of therapy and a clinical depression, I, came to this home care opportunity, and what a blessing it's been. Mm. Uh, I, I got into this work because I didn't want to live on airplanes anymore. I had three small children to raise, and I wanted to stay in what I believe is the most beautiful county in America, Marin County, mm-hmm. California, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I found this home care opportunity and and I thought I was going to be of service to others, meaning the folks that um, Tom Brokaw calls the greatest generation, mm-hmm. uh, those folks in their 70s, 80s, and 90s who lived through the Depression and World War II. Mm-hmm. And not only do we do that, but I'm also now uh, what what you hear politicized so much, especially in this presidential election about job generators. Mm. And I, I am the employer of the 21st century American dream. Mm. And so I am in service to uh, many dozens of folks who have come to America to, see, to seek a better life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 
And when people come sit in my office and we can use Google Earth or Google Maps, and I look at where my caregivers are sending their hard-earned money back to Uganda or to Fiji or to New Zealand mm-hmm. or to the Philippines or to Guatemala, mm-hmm. uh, it, it is just an overwhelming sense of, uh, in the Jewish tradition, they call it tikkun olam, which is healing the world, mm-hmm. where where you do good works uh, to help heal the world. And mm-hmm. so, I I I I can't think of a better job in the entire planet. I just get to solve problems every day. I get to help people. I get to help people stay at home longer, and and have as much quality of life as they are able to have given their condition wherever they are and and I get to do that by uh, properly employing uh, some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet mm-hmm, absolutely and I agree with that I have you know have had the privilege of hiring from you uh, people from you know Fiji and all over and they have been such a blessing. Because they come with the with their feelings and on their shoulder and in their heart, they have it. All this love of serving, and you know, I'm being a, of a service nature myself. I can recognize it. And walking through your doors, I recognize that people here are here to help, here to support. And again, yeah, I haven't. Open up. Yeah, I have. I haven't had a chance to tell you this, Brandy. But last week, I had a sit down with one of my caregivers. This woman's worked for me for a year. She's from Cambodia. Mm. And I didn't know that. And I Mm. sat with her and we wound up spending over an hour together Mm -hmm. because, of course, my point of entry to Cambodia is the Vietnam War and the horrors and the ridiculousness of that Mm. and and the movie The Killing Fields. Well, this woman was 12 years old when her uncle risked the entire family's life to um, take her to Thailand, where she, spent, where she spent two years in a refugee camp before she came to the U.S., and it took her 10 years to be reunited with her family that she wasn't even aware was still alive. In your business, you have the opportunity not only for people that's working with you to come over to get that decent job so they can support their family, but you also have the privilege of working with families here in the States that need that kind of help and that love and that support, which is amazing, which makes up at-home care. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. It's just amazing. It's mm-hmm. just amazing. Um, I've, had, I've had politicians and... Uh, TV personalities as clients, but some of my favorite clients are people you would never know about, but they've given millions of dollars to the Bancroft Library at uh, UC California, or um, more money than you can imagine to uh, the hospitals in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. it's just, it, it's uh, it's an incredible um much needed service, uh, and quite frankly, I was a little disappointed today because a friend of mine sent me an email link to the Wall Street Journal that 
just had this big article about franchising home care. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't so, think this is a very easy sell because home, there's more to just franchising. It has to be with the love. It has to be with the support. It has to be all those caring things, you know, that go along with it. You just can't just put it out there on the street and expect for it to run itself. If well, it's not exactly run by right. Texas, it won't I, you run. Know, you know, it's like your first guest, Lily, talked about the the authenticity mm-hmm. of being in a natural place. Yes. And there's, and there's yes. no distinction between there and somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You and this, you know, if there's one thing I could tell everybody in the work that I do is that all of us, as family members and human beings, are far more alike than we are unalike. Yes. And the family dynamic that exists uh, here is the same as it is anywhere else around the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, and okay, we, so... So I I believe we're getting ready to go on a short break. And listeners, I know this the subject we're talking about today is bittersweet. It's about aging, it's about growing older, it's about also it's about caring and love and the tenderness part of that. Uh we have Lily that's out and she does the inner soul work, she does the uh nature a natural work. Then we have Peter that takes care of us when we've gotten, you know, some kind of maybe an illness, maybe not, maybe just old age. We're all going to go there. We all will get older. We all would need the support. So hang on in there. Come back with us, and then we'll have Peter and uh, Lily to join us, and we're going to be sitting around the coffee table and just chit-chatting. And, you know, there's there might be something in there that you might need for your your travels today so just we'll be back in just a few minutes see you in a little bit you're tuned to the voice america women's channel leading the way for your success balancing your life starts with savings when you're confident in your savings, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances, and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money to find out more and to get your own copy of the book visit endthered.com and click ebook that's endthered.com and click ebook this is voice america women we are leaders in the forward movement of women's success
This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back. I am Brandy T. Jones, your host, Journey to Balancing Your Life. And we've been listening to Lily in the first part of the show, and then we heard Peter in the second. And, you know, they both have amazing stories. I want Peter to tell us briefly about his um, the, the president of the company. Um, and I think it's a very cute story, so I want you to listen in. And then we're going to have Lily tell us a little bit. So it's going to be as if we're around the table and we're going to have just conversation. We're going to share a little bit of whatever's in our heart to talk. Okay. So, Peter, tell us about Monty. Well, uh, when we were trying to develop uh, a personality and, and, a, and a differentiation around our company, there was lots of discussion you know, and, and the marketing experts said, oh, well, Pete, you know, you have to advertise your name, your face, blah, blah, blah. And I looked around and I said, there's no way I'm going to do that. Uh, this is not about me. This is about service to others. And so we kind of looked around and one day I realized, what says home more than a dog, mm-hmm. a pet, a cat? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, my wife and I have a very cute, uh, precocious uh, Nova Scotia duck tolling retriever named Monty, uh, mm. named after the, the um, uh, place he came from, Montana. And so we decided to use Monty's image and promote him to chairman of the company mm. uh, and put him on our website and on our, uh, and our advertising. And it's been remarkable. I have to say that Cat lovers are not offended by dogs, and I'm very pleased to, to to see that. But I have a number of clients who, when I visit their homes, they say, you know, the next time you come back, you're only welcome if you bring Monty. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> uh, mm, okay. And, you know, and Monty does. He greets you at the door when you come in. And he's he's such a gentle soul, and you can tell that, you know, okay, I've met you. It's all right. Come on in. Welcome to my home. Good. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Peter, for saying, telling us about that. Okay, so, um, Lily, you have a soul work sanctuary. You want to explain to us about that and give people a little bit, you know, more information? And then, Peter, if there's something that resonates with you, Feel free to you know jump in and have the conversation with us. Well, I, I what I'm really resonating with is Peter talking about service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, first, I, before I tell you about the sanctuary, I want to back up a, a second here. Mm-hmm. When I was in my twenties, I had one of those dark night of the souls moments. I mean, it was it was dark. It was in the middle of the night, and it was a dark night of the soul, and I was at a crossroads and I didn't know which way to go. And I had been talking to my, I was young, you know, I was in my twenties and I was talking to my parents. I wanted to go to massage school and they were freaking out. Mm 
All they saw was massage parlor. Mm-hmm. This was before massage therapy was on every corner and sort of well-known and respected in the world. And so it was scary to take a new step without their support. But there I was, dark night of the soul, and I came to understand that if I followed my deepest truth, that I would be okay, that I would be okay financially, I would be okay spiritually, et cetera, et cetera. And that was a life-changing moment for me. Mm. So how does that fit to what I said a moment ago as resonating with Peter's saying about service? I knew that I needed to live a life in service to other people. Mm. And I also grew up, you know, climbing trees and scrambling around rocks and getting falling in the creek. And that was, that was where I, that was my biggest play, best playground was the natural world. And I have a deep affinity and love for the country and the natural world. So somewhere along the line in my career, I, it's too long of a story to tell right now, these two things came together. My commitment to be in service, my commitment to live my own life guided by my soul, to take the big leap from California and the urban life back to the country, to the mountains, to live in Southern Oregon, and yes, Peter, in the wine country. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so the Soul Works Sanctuary is, for me, it is about my being in service both to the natural world to bring people and to be in service to people. So mm-hmm. people come here. I have, I call it the hut, but it's really a little cottage. Mm-hmm. But I, I like to say the hut because I have this image of myself as an old woman. And I've had this image in my heart since I was very young of myself as an old woman sitting in my rocking chair in my little hut with dried roses and lavender and sage hanging from the rafters And people from the village would come in this hut. They would come and we would sit. And as an old woman, I would have become wise. Mm -hmm. And I would offer counsel and Mm -hmm. people would bring me a chicken or they Mm -hmm. would bring me potatoes. (laughs) So, you know, it's a romanticized image. But in reality, I do live at the edge of a village. And I have this place I call the hut. And it's a place where people can come in, sit in quietude and renew their soul and renew their spirit and um, not only am I in service to them but to the natural world it's a reciprocal relationship so I tend to the land growing food growing flowers creating beauty appreciating the beauty that's already here honoring the waters and honoring the ponderosa pines and the 200 year old oak trees that are here on this land Mm. And people come and they sit and I cook for them and they don't have to do anything. Mm, But I take myself down to the hut where this person is woken up with their dreams from the night and we sit and counsel Mm. and their day to wander. We have 20 acres. There's 80 acres of public lands right behind us. So there's 100 acres for people to wandered the trails, and we have what I call a medicine wheel built up on the mountain, which is a, a circle that's like a mandala. It's like a circle that represents the cycle of life 
mm-hmm. presents the seasons and yes. passing of a day and the passing of a human lifetime. All these cycles are represented in this medicine wheel. So it's a it's a sacred place where people place pl- prayers. They they write their prayers up and hang them in the trees and mm. earthy and indigenous people like. Um, mm-hmm. That's the sanctuary here, and it's very simple. And people come and they rest and they nap and I feed them really wholesome food and I tend to them with my heart and I listen to their stories and help them understand the story that they're living or the story they're called to and um, help them heal themselves. Mm -hmm. That's that's fantastic. How far a drive are you from San Francisco? (laughs) About six hours. You have room this weekend? Come on down, Peter. I'm in. (laughs) <laughs> we'll talk it's later <laughs> it's, it's funny that you talk about healing because one of the things that I found in the work that I do is that it, it requires somebody to balance the give and the nurturing and the caring with time for yourself to recharge the batteries and having been an employee for many many years uh, as an employer, I am I am really almost militant about making my office staff and my caregivers take their vacations, take the time off to rest and to heal and to focus inwards. Because you, if you've got nothing left inside, you can't give to anybody else. Absolutely, and, that and is so true. Yeah, it is so true. I mean, Brandy and I have talked about this several times because mm-hmm. we all get to points in our lives where either the demands of our friends or family or clients exceeds our bandwidth. And so it's so nice, Lily, to hear your story about trying to give back and to create a space for others. It's absolutely wonderful. Well, well thank you. And it, it reminds me of what you said where you found yourself in Central Park and, um, you know, in nature. That's where you had that beginning revelation about your life needed to change. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say what I mean by healing, because you were just talking about it, Peter, and I wanted to say, for me, healing is about finding the capacity to really hear what people refer to as that still, small voice inside, that essential self, and that's the self with a capital S. And to me, I have done my work well if somebody walks out the door after their three nights here or their five nights here or seven, I have three packages, and, you know, if they walk out the door connected to that capital S self, I think that's what healing is because then I trust that they will go out into their life and they will live in accord with that still small voice inside. That's their inner wisdom. It's not me. It's not what I think is best for you. And believe me, I've been there. I used to be that kind of counselor and I've done my own work over many, many years. And there's something about, you know, entering 60s in that third final third chapter of life that, you know, there is wisdom gained about really holding people to themselves, not to any standard other than that. And, you know, the world, the world will demand 
so much of us and to find the capacity to know what's most true for for ourselves uh, helps us be in that world that demands so much of us, whether it's, you know, raising kids or going to work every day or whatever it is. I mean, life is life is full of demands. So, mm-hmm. yeah, And what, how beautiful, Peter, I don't want to ramble on too long, but Peter, just how beautiful that you are so, quote, militant, you know, with your staff, so forceful about making sure that they're caring for themselves. That's not a usual thing in the world from an employer, and, and I really... I really commend you and appreciate hearing that um, beautiful thing. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks. You know, it's it's interesting. I I tell my kids, the universe gives you messages, and if you listen to them, <laughs> it's it's amazing how great life is. <laughs> and and when you and when you don't listen to them, uh, you keep getting the same messages in more and more consequential ways until you do get it. Um, and this kind of leads me to a joke I love to tell my clients and their families when, and and God bless the greatest generation, the, the generation that Tom Brokaw wrote, wrote about, because these folks were socialized to not be a burden to others, to never complain, to always take care of themselves. And so now they've lived more than twice as long as they were ever projected to live by any actuary. And so I, when they refuse help, I, I tell them this joke, which is the old person is living by the river, and the sheriff drives up and says, listen, listen, old person by the river, the dam 90 miles upstream broke, and you got to get out of here. And the person says, hey, I've been here 40 years. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be fine. Six hours later, the sheriff drives up in a boat right onto their first floor um, patio. Says, get in the boat. we got to get out of here. Old person says, no. I'm, you know, I've never, I've been here 40 years. I've never seen the water rise higher than this. So the sheriff drives off to rescue others. Ten o'clock at night, uh, old person is on the roof. Helicopter comes chugging along, drops the basket, the lights. Get in the basket. Old person refuses to get in the basket. So at 4 a.m. in the morning, the old person gets pushed off the roof by a just a raging torrent of water floating downstream with all of the propane tanks and refrigerators and cars and looks up and says, God, why don't you help me? And there's a bolt of lightning and a crack of thunder and God appears. And God says, I sent you a car, a boat, and a helicopter. When are you going to listen? (laughs) (laughs) It's right in front of our eyes, and we never pay attention until we pay attention. (laughs) Exactly. And that's why it's so great that Lily's got this place in Oregon where you can go and listen to the universe give you messages. This is Mm -hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. And prevent the uh, the flood. Exactly. <laughs> Responding sooner. Well, you can't prevent the flood, but you can respond to the flood in a more effective way. All That's right. right. That's right. Life happens. We're getting ready to go on our break, and so I want us to just to hang tight. 
Pay attention to what's going on inside of you. Listen. Listen to the universe because they do send you messages. So we'll be right back. You're tuned to the Voice America Women's Channel, leading the way for your success. Get your own copy of the free ebook from Brandy T. Jones, Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. Find out how a struggling single mother pulled herself out of debt and started being able to check things off her bucket list. You'll learn about the importance of taking small steps to make steady progress and reach your goal. Get simple and practical steps to face the reality of your situation and overcome it. Find keys to creating a budget that allows you to get the things you really need. You'll also learn of the importance of taking control of your credit score and how to do it and how to be proactive versus reactive when it comes to your money. To find out more and to get your own copy of the book, visit endthered.com and click ebook. That's endthered.com and click ebook. Balancing your life starts with savings. When you're confident in your saving, you're more confident in yourself. Security can be a state of your finances and even more, it's a state of mind. Just having $5 can mean never feeling broke again. Share your $5 story. Tell Brandy how you save. To connect with Brandy T. Jones, the money whisperer, or to schedule a private coaching session, email her at brandy at endthered.com. Again, that's brandy at endthered.com. Voice America Women. Your passion starts here. This is your journey to balancing your life. To reach Brandy T. Jones or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to endthered.brandy at gmail.com. Now back to Journey to Balancing Your Life. Welcome back. I am Brandy T. Jones, your host journey to balancing your life. During this part of our program, we're going to have three amazing gifts being offered to you. These gifts are free, and I'm going to have each one of my guests to tell you about how you can obtain them. I'm going to tell you about my free gift, and if you go to my website, www.endthered.com, you can download a free ebook. Three Keys to Breaking the Debt Cycle. And this gives you the guides on how to start, begin your journey of getting out of debt, debt and, and financial struggles. So I'm going to have Peter. Peter, could you briefly tell us the free gift you have to offer the listeners? You betcha. Uh, if your listeners and guests would go to uh, www.athomecaregivers.com, forward slash resources, forward slash financial abundance. Uh, What I've put together exclusively for your guests, I've never done this before, but I distilled 12 years of service to others to answer the question, what's the checklist to age successfully? What are the tools and the things that I need in order to make sure that I've taken care of my business, I've provided for my family, and I've made very clear what my wishes are, and in a way that no one else can 
alter or change them based on what they may want from me. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And Lily, can you do likewise? Sure. So same, same story here. Go to my website, which is www.aboutsoulworks.com. And that's about, A-B-O-U-T, soulworks, S-O-U-L-W-O-R-K-S.com. And uh, just drop me a note from the page that says drop us a note and let me know you listen to me on Brandy T. Jones's story uh, show. And I will send you a copy of an essay called The Crowning. And The Crowning was recently published in a book called From the Heart of the Applegate. And it weaves the story, uh, the mythology of Demeter and Persephone and how my life has been guided by them. And I'm weaving my life and these two goddesses and how that led me into this new place and this life of fulfillment and purpose and really sense of deep beauty. And it's woven, uh, it's almost like a little dream story. And uh, I'd be happy to share that essay that was recently published in this book here in my new home, Applegate Valley. Thank you. That sounds wonderful. Wonderful. You know, I want to say thank you to my two guests today. It has been a pleasure. It has been an honor to hear more about both of your lives and what you put out into the world and how you are holding the care and the love for others and the willingness you have just to do that. So I want to say thank you so very much. Thank you for having us. Yeah, agreed. You're you're welcome. And Brandy, you are so all heart. It was such a pleasure. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we just have a few minutes. We have about a minute to go. Is there anything, just a minute to go, and then we'll be off the air. Is there anything pressing that you can tell me in about 30 seconds that you would like the listeners to know? Uh, yeah, life happens. Mm. No one gets out alive. So mm. it's not about what happens at the end. It's about what you do between now and the end. Thank you. That's wonderful. Wonderful. So we're down to 30 seconds now. Lily, do you have anything you want to say in this last? Just to piggyback on what Peter said, you know, if we know that we're mortal and our life is terminal, uh, we're all terminal. Mm-hmm. Uh can inform us about how we want to live. Thank you. And that's death informs life. Thank you. All right. So we'll be going closing and I want to thank my listeners for tuning in today and we'll be back again next week, Thursday, 11 to 12. Hope to talk to you soon. So I'll be talking back with you two guests in just a few minutes. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Be sure to catch the next episode of Journey to Balancing Your Life with Brandy T. Jones next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll see you then.